Welcome everybody to episode number 75 of Gaming Culture Radio. I'm your host Tyler, joined by our co-host, minus Graham again this week. Graham is still enjoying the holiday with his family. I don't think he even has uh, internet in that area of Canada. No, I don't think it exists. Like that far down the only road, it's not a thing. Newfie. Yeah, he's a newfie, as they call it. So, Graham's not with us again this week. We're hoping to have him back next week, but we'll see how that goes with travel and everything for him. But we're here this week, and we're going to have a slightly different episode because we wanted to uh, do something special for Christmas. And before we get into the details of that, let's introduce the hosts that are here. Let's start with Eugene. How are you doing today, and what you been playing this week? Oh, man, I am excited for Christmas. Excited yeah. for Christmas to get done and over with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me so, too. <laughs> I have been sinking some time into Assassin's Creed Origins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel as if I'm, I, I'm I'm making good progress. I completed the entire map. And I put in a little bit of time yesterday. I picked up Okami HD. So I've been putting a little bit of time into that. But other than that, Steve? Well, what do you do? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited for Christmas, but like you guys, I... I'm excited for Christmas to end so I can start my vacation without having to worry about running around to five million different locations. Um, But as far as playing, I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2, just trying to continue that grind. I think it's going to be a long, longer game. And I'm looking for a second game to play when I'm not playing that, and I haven't fully decided on one. I'm thinking if I get Assassin's Creed for Christmas, that'll be the game. Okay. Did you ever play Okami? No, I have not. I don't really know much about it either. Look into it. I, I think it might be something you're interested in. And plus, it's only uh, 20 bucks, so can't go too much, right. too wrong. All right, I'll look into that. All right, cool. As for me, I've uh, played a little bit of Destiny this week. Played the like Christmas content, what's called the Dawning or whatever. So that kind of interesting, but I'm hoping to get a little deeper into it, see if there's a little more meat to it. The snowballs are fun, as Steve will tell you. He was very entertained. I was very entertained. I kept throwing them at Tyler. Yeah. (laughs) So, that was fun. But I look forward to doing that a little bit more. Um, Probably going to dive into some solo games this weekend. Because, as you guys, same as you guys, I'm looking forward to Christmas kind of being over. But I'm looking forward to a weekend with um, not really anything to do. Because my family's kind of far away, I'm not in a position where I can really travel uh, because of work schedule. I have to be back pretty quickly. So I'm going to get a chance to dive into some single player games because everybody else is off, you know, doing whatever for Christmas. So I'm going to do that, uh, get in a couple of Christmas movies too, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit later. But I'm, uh, I'm mostly just looking forward to being over. Um, the job I have, and Eugene, you, you know all about this because you have the same thing. Um, it's kind of fun to just have it be done, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But we hope everybody out there has a great uh, Christmas, great holiday, whatever you celebrate. Uh, we hope it's great and uh, you get some great games. So before we move into our top five, let's uh, get the business out of the way. So you can join the conversation by going over to Facebook, joining the Gaming Culture Radio forums, and submitting questions to be read on the show. If your question is read, you're entered for our monthly giveaway, which right now is a weekly giveaway for the holiday season. We'll do that later in the show. And also head on over to culturegaming.com for all the latest and all your gaming news <coughs> from everything from Xbox, PlayStation to Nintendo and PC. 
Uh, culturegaming.com is the location for all the latest and all of your gaming news. Also, we need your help. Just go and click follow on Mixer and on Twitch under Culture, or I'm sorry, Gaming Culture Radio. Hit that follow button. Helps us out. We want to get to affiliate level on Twitch uh, sometime soon here. So by clicking that follow button, that really helps us work towards that. So with that said, let's jump into our top five this week. It's going to be a little different. We're not going to do any news. And we're actually not going to do any deals and new releases either because there's no new releases. And the deals, by the way, everybody, just jump on to your favorite platform, whether that's the Xbox Store, PlayStation Store, Steam Store, whatever. All the holiday sales are going on right now, so check that out. Uh, let us know if you pick anything up. Go on to our Facebook page and let us know. We're not going to do any of that this week. We're going to go around the table. And we felt that, hey, we come on, we do the show every week, and it's great, it's fun, but we don't really let you guys in to who we are ever. And, you know, without sounding like pompous and conceited, I guess, we're going to give you the opportunity to kind of learn a little bit more about us. And we want to do that a little bit more. We want it to be a little bit more of an, of an experience with the community rather than just us talking at you. <clears throat> so we're going to let you know a little bit about us this week. We're going to do it with a Christmas theme. So we're going to go around and starting with Eugene, we're going to talk about our favorite like Christmas gaming memory, one or two of them, and then follow it up with a question about uh, something or favorite Christmas something. And hopefully spark some discussion around that. So, Eugene, let's kick off with you. What do you got? What's your favorite Christmas gaming memory? Hmm. You know, uh, when we were talking about this earlier, it, it took me a minute to think about it and really pick one. So, um, if you guys didn't know, I grew up a Nintendo fanboy. I was all about Nintendo, and it was when the Sega Wars were going on. Uh, I had a Nintendo and loved playing it. Uh, but, uh, Christmas, I want to say is Christmas of 91, 91 or 92. Uh, I grew up in Georgia. My dad was in the military and we lived in Fort Benning. Uh, the majority of my family lived in Missouri. So we would take a yearly or what turned into be a yearly, uh, road trip to Missouri from Georgia. And I don't know exactly how long it was. You know, when I was a kid, it felt like forever. It was probably like 12 hours, 15 hours or something like that. It was a long trip. So it'd be a long and boring trip. Plus, you know, grandma's house. I don't know how your guys' grandparents' house was, but, uh, she had a little TV. She didn't have a whole lot to do is basically sitting around. Uh, when the cousins came over, we had a lot of fun. Uh, but, that Christmas, so we right before we went on trip, uh, we went ahead and got our Christmas presents, and I got a Nintendo Game Boy, and that turned out to be one of my favorite consoles uh, because could carry it around anywhere. When I started going to school, I would sneak that thing in my backpack and and play it underneath my desk at school. Uh, I mean that that thing was fantastic. I don't know if you guys had a Game Boy. Uh, whenever they first came out, you know, I, I'm talking about the old DMGO ones, whereas the, yeah. uh, it wasn't it wasn't the gray one. It right. was uh, it was whatever year. And I, I may have gotten the year wrong on this, but it was the the Play It Loud series, which was the colored series. And I remember is a red. I had a red Game Boy. It's like Donkey Kong Red. And I actually got uh, Donkey Kong with it cool. and love that game. Uh, it made the road trip a lot better. It made the staying at my grandma's house a lot better. Nothing to do, like I said. Um, the next memory would probably be Super Nintendo, which uh, 
the Nintendo was fantastic, and I had a lot of memories with it. But whenever we got a Super Nintendo, we got the Super Mario Super Mario World uh, Entertainment Set, and uh, that's when consoles came with two controllers by default, mm-hmm. and just playing Super Mario World. I think it was probably our only game. Uh, for a long time, we would rent games from Blockbuster all the time, but Super Mario World, just playing that with my sister, uh, renting games from Blockbuster, renting like games like Street Fighter when it came out. I remember playing that a lot, but that was kind of my intro to uh, video games, specifically RPGs. So um, that's really what ignited my uh, love for video games. Cool. Yeah. All right. What's your question? Hmm. So I want to go with, uh, what are your favorite uh, guys' favorite Christmas characters? And this could be from any movie or any show, or you know, fi- uh, fictional story characters. It could be Santa Claus. It wanted to be. So I'm going to go ahead and say, my favorite is Mr. Hinky. Nice. <laughs> a big, uh, big nice. South Park fan. Yeah. Uh, uh, especially when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to actually watch it. I would have to. Um, I had a TV in my room, and I would have to leave it on uh, or turn it on at night, turn it on real low. And I think South Park came on at 11 o'clock or something. So I had to stay up a little late to watch it. Um, but remember the Mr. Hanky episodes. Of course, uh, Mr. Hanky, he's uh, singing Christmas Pooh. I, <laughs> anyone knows the song, I might ask Steve to sing it for us later. But he's my uh, favorite uh, Christmas character. How about you guys? Go ahead, Steve. Uh, my favorite has to be Jim Carrey's Grinch. Okay. I find him hilarious. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in that movie that I didn't always get when I was younger, but I've watched it forever, and I, I love that character. I watch it every year, and he's my favorite. So I have something to admit. Uh, I watched that movie for the first time, like, uh, a week ago. Ah, what'd you think? It's okay. I mean, it's better than I thought. You know, I love Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't like him, but I love his movies. And uh, he, all, a bunch of his movies are on Netflix right now. So I'm like, you know, uh, actually, it's my girlfriend that started playing it. She started playing The Grinch. And I'm like, okay, I'll sit and watch it with you. So I think he did uh, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So It's probably a nostalgia trip for me now at this point, but I love yeah. that movie. So on that note, Steve, and you're going to be disappointed. I've never seen that movie. it's i think it's worth watching yeah i think it's worth watching i think it's a great story yeah like the grinch story is a really cool story i've just never seen it so it's one of those movies like if it came on i would watch it Mm -hmm. but it's i've just never had that opportunity and i've never gone out of my way to go see it you know so mine and this is a far and away for me well actually i will have a runner-up that we'll talk about but far and away for me the the winner is ebenezer scrooge oh uh, yeah mm, going classic there yeah forgot about him because okay so when i was in i don't know junior high whatever grade it was it was somewhere between like fifth and seventh grade they had us read a christmas carol and it's not a long book like dickens books are normally like super long but a Christmas Carol is pretty short. So we read it there. And I just fell in love with the story. And it's it's a book I've read multiple times. 
um, the the movie versions. Um, there's one version I love more than any other that you know we'll talk about when I get to my question. But like I just think that that story is so great in so many ways, and it's so well told, and it it transcends time. Yeah. And it's uh, I, I I love it personally. It's it's one of the first like stories, books, whatever, that just really grabbed me and had an impact on me. <clears throat> and it's it, I can honestly say that book influenced the fact that I still read a ton to this day. Um, because that that story's had such an impact on me, and I just every Christmas I watch it. Tomorrow I'm gonna watch a Christmas Carol. So. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge for me is such a great character arc and a, and a great story but that one for me any any honorable mentions because I do have one mm-hmm. uh, I'd say Ebenezer Scrooge is my second I, he okay. might even surpass the Grinch I'm with you I love mm-hmm. the Christmas Carol yeah. uh, story um, I'm, I'm sure there's probably another one I just can't think of right now I mean obviously Santa Claus yeah Duh. so Santa so <laughs> South Park version of Santa Claus especially Oh yeah. <laughs> you talk about the one where they go give presents to the Iraqi children. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, that was a good episode. <laughs> um, my honorable mention is Clark W. Griswold. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. That's another movie that I just love, and I'm probably gonna watch that tomorrow too. Honestly. <laughs> so. And to me, oh, that movie never gets old. And I know it's corny and you know stupid and whatever, but God, it's so it's so good and it's funny. I just love it. So I don't know if you guys ever watched it, but uh, you know this is not my secondary favorite character. You know, uh, honorable mention. But uh, you mentioned the Christmas Carol. But one mm-hmm. of my favorite uh, cartoons, Christmas cartoons, growing up was the A Flintstones Christmas Carol, where like okay. uh, uh, Fred was yeah. you know played Scrooge and you know Barney played. Uh, uh, the guy, his 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 slave, basically, um, told him Christmas yep. was canceled and everything. Uh, what was his name? Help me out. I don't remember. I don't. It's Tiny but, Tim's dad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Bob Cratchit. Bob. Cratchit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I really like that movie. But it, I mean, I'm gonna go traditional, and I'm gonna say Rudolph. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't even I think of that. that, dude. That those like the Rudolph and Frosty the Snowman. Oh yeah, those uh cartoon old oh, claymation, yes. not yeah. really claymation, but the like, where, what were they? They're like puppets, you know those yeah, old. Puppets. Yeah, it was kind of like claymation, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those are yeah, good, they're... and they're still good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bought I bought them on the Xbox store uh, mm-hmm. during the Thanksgiving sale, yeah, and yeah. I watched Frosty like the day after Thanksgiving, and then I've been meaning to watch the other three that when there was the little drummer boy uh, Santa Claus coming to town and Rudolph. But I just got swamped with finals and work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to be watching those before Monday, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you guys what I love about like Christmas characters and stories and stuff like that is that at its heart, whether the story is a comedy or a drama or a tragedy or whatever, it's about discovering the best in someone most of the time. Yeah. And that's so refreshing, especially now. Yep. Because we live in a time where so many things bring out the worst in people and it's just that when we celebrate the best in people even through stories it's it's really it's good and it's great and i enjoy watching it and that's what christmas stories normally do 
And like a Christmas Carol, it's the classic story of this evil person. You know, it's I mean that there's no way the Grinch didn't get its legs from a Christmas Carol. You know. Yeah. It's basically it's along the same story arc. You know. So yeah. it those stories are great, and it, and it's great for kids, but for adults too. So I don't know. I I, I love Christmas stories. Um, and like now that we're in that like immediate Christmas window, I'm gonna flood myself with like Christmas stuff mm-hmm. on TV and books and stuff uh-huh. like that. All right, Steve. Ooh, what's your favorite Christmas gaming memory? My favorite. Uh, I don't remember what year it was, but I got a Nintendo GameCube for Christmas, and with it nice. came Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup. And oh my gosh, did I play? the shit out of that game sorry my bad um <laughs> i love that game to no end uh i because i i'm a big harry potter fan so i remember getting the gamecube immediately once we finished opening up the presents i took it back to my parents room because they had the tv that i'd be able to like play on and i hooked it up put in the game and i played it for like three hours until family came over just mm-hmm. quit his world cup because I don't know. It just I love that game and I love th- that present. I, that is what got me into gaming was the GameCube and then I discovered some other games like Luigi's Mansion later and the Mario series and stuff, but Quidditch World Cup is probably the game that got me into gaming, which is mm-hmm. surprising to a lot of people when I tell them, but <laughs> it's a game I, mean, I love. <laughs> was it was it because you're a big Harry Potter fan or I mean uh it was yeah, it was the Harry Potter fan also mixed with, like, it was kind of a lot like sports games. Because mm-hmm. I, I had played, like, Madden and NBA Live and NHL on the PC, but I, I, I didn't play, a, like, a lot of it. And then when I got the GameCube was when I, like, real really played it. So I think it had to do with both the gameplay and the fact that it was Harry Potter and it was really cool being, mm-hmm. like, Gryffindor beating Slytherin in the for the house cup or not the house cup. It was the Quidditch cup or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of my favorites. My other like one honorable mention memory was um, when back when I was younger, I, we would always go over to like one of my cousin's house and he had a PlayStation two and then later a three. And there was a super monkey ball game that you could play. Like there were mini games where, you had to roll the monkey down the little ramp and off and try to land it and fly and land in the biggest like point target. But there was mm-hmm. also a baseball mini game where you were playing and you pitched yourself and they tried to hit you out of the park. And it was so much fun playing with my cousins and we'd play for like the entirety of the Christmas day we were over there. And that was another fun memory of, you know, couch co-op with the cousins over a game that was really fun. I can't tell you the name, the exact name of it. I know it was Super Monkey Ball something, but Sega needs to bring that back. I wish they would make like an arcade game or uh, something you download on Xbox, a downloadable game at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Monkey Ball was fun back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, those are my two, two Christmas memories that I. All right. What's your question? My question is, uh, what are your favorite like Christmas meals? Oh, okay. If you have tradition or otherwise. Meals. And I, I'll start uh, every morning. 
like Christmas morning after we open presents and stuff, my mom makes homemade egg McMuffins and and cinnamon rolls. Oh, and they're duh, so good. homemade cinnamon rolls. Yeah, and and the egg McMuffins. I ate like two of them, two or three, and then you know like three cinnamon rolls, and then I take oh. a nap because you know nice. it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, for dinner we always have like ham and turkey and sometimes salmon and the salmon mm-hmm. is so 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 good but but it's mostly that breakfast that i love the homemade english or egg McMuffins. Yeah. i've never known like fish as being like a main course of christmas that's something that's different to me so i I'll, I'll let me jump in i'll expand on that so now that i just moved to the chicago land area i'm learning about christmas meal traditions here and okay. man it's it's crazy, but super good. So, <clears throat> what I'm learning, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I might not be 100%. I know we get huge listeners out of Chicago, so thank you. But, um, like, a, two days before Christmas, it's like fish. And then, <laughs> like, the day before Christmas, it's all, like, Italian. Huh. It's all pasta, lasagna, stuff like that, and that sounds so amazing. But, uh, and then the day of, like, day of Christmas is more traditional, I think, meals. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, like, fish day before and, like, Italian the day of. Because remember, like, Chicago is largely Italian still, right? Hey. Yeah. Which makes for awesome, like, delivery food. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. (laughs) <laughs> but uh but yeah so i learned that tradition like since i got here a month and I, almost two months ago now um and that's really cool for me like steve kind of same deal just a different thing so my mom would always get up christmas morning and make breakfast and make a special thing and she'd make what's called um shina shingle i don't know if any of you oh uh, yeah, yes. ever heard of it. i love and it's that. so good love it but she'd make it every Christmas morning. I haven't heard about so ha, heard, have heard of that in a while. Yeah, I have, to, I have to use the whole loaf of bread. Otherwise, I know. <laughs> but it's so amazing, and it's something I still like make from time to time. This day, yeah. to this day, because it's so good. It is. Um, and then later in the day, we'd have like the more traditional meal. Like for us, uh, turkey was always Thanksgiving, and then Christmas was always ham. Definitely yeah, ham. Yeah, and I'm not a big ham guy. Um, but it was still good, and you know the sides are the best, right? Yeah, or the desserts. Yeah, the sides and the desserts. Um, so and and she'd make like this chocolate pie, and it was so like simple because it's basically like chocolate pudding inside a crust with you know whatever on it. Was it fried? Yeah. No, fried it wasn't fried. No. Um, but it was amazing. Like it's so good. I look forward to it all the time. And, like, that was the best part about Christmas. And the other thing, like, food-wise, tradition-wise, my mom, she would bake, like, this, like, ensemble of, like, candy and cookies and all this stuff. And it was just amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was just awesome. Like, she'd make... My two favorites were always, like, the chocolate-covered, like, peanut butter ball-type deals. Oh, my... Oh, they're Mm -hmm. so good. Oh, my... Yup. And the, like, uh, peanut butter cookies with the Reese's, or not Reese's, the like, oh, Hershey's yep. Kiss yep. in them. Oh, yeah, right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. my God, they're so good. They're, they're good. like, right out of the oven. 
Oh, oh yeah, they're the best. Yeah. So that you you remind me actually. Uh, you're right. Fish was a Easter tradition, not a Christmas tradition, but it was okay. always ham on Christmas. But but mm-hmm. two days before Christmas for us, it's always pizza, and then the night before it's it used to be turkey. Yeah. Now I I think it still might be, mm-hmm. but. Since we're talking about desserts, uh, yeah. we should also mention our two favorite Christmas desserts. I mean, I know you just did. <laughs> but, I did. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I I love the church windows my mom makes. They're these like chocolate. I don't know how to describe church them. Windows. Yeah, it, it's chocolate with those assorted color marshmallows. So like pink, green, like red, blue things mixed in with the chocolate, and so you freeze it. And you cut it out, and it looks like you know stained glass windows you'd see in a church, but with the chocolate like, it's not quite fudge. It's softer than that. I don't know what exactly how to describe it, but it's it's like chewy. Is that that like candy bar looking thing? Yeah, and then you cut it speckled chocolate bar or something. Kind of, and you cut it into slices, and it's she made it with marshmallows. I'm I'm sure other people made it with Mm -hmm. something else. But uh, peanut butter balls, the chocolate-covered peanut butter balls, mm-hmm. are also very good. Yeah, Back then, there was a, one Christmas I didn't make it home while I was in the Army, and uh, my roommate and myself made chocolate-covered peanut butter balls like the week, the weekend of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that was nice because it was like a little taste of home. Yeah. And I those things. Yeah. So, so what about you, Eugene? Oh, man, uh, you know, I'm... We're pretty traditional with our meals, too. We didn't do too much special, you know, on Christmas. Ham. Ham was always... uh, We're the same way, Tyler. Like, Thanksgiving is associated with turkey. Like, you don't have turkey on Christmas. That's just weird to me. Like, I still think it's weird. Like, I know some people, you know, like to have a ham and a turkey. You know, I don't don't know many people that just do a turkey. But ham, I always associate ham with Christmas. Ham covered in pineapples with, you know, like maple glaze, things like that. Um, But... Something that was traditional with me growing up was uh, you brought up the, um, you know, chocolate pies. Like, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we used to have fried chocolate pies. Uh, like my, my mm-hmm. family is mostly we're, we're from the south. Um, so fried chocolate pies, biscuits, and gravy. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why I always uh, uh, chocolate gravy. I don't know if you guys ever had like southern chocolate gravy. I've never uh, heard of this in my no, life. That- so, yeah. So. so like that I sounds southern, though. I met, I mentioned it on uh, Facebook, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's, that sounds so gross." I'm like, "No, it's 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 awesome," uh, you know. So imagine uh, just southern gravy, you know, uh, like the white gravy, except uh, chocolate flavored. It, it it's not like a chocolate sauce or anything. It's 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 a flour based gravy made with cocoa oh. and sugar, and it's it's very good. And just wow. on buttermilk biscuits. So, um, ah, but I'll that sounds all strangely good. good. No, that no, sounds like, delicious. Yeah, I it does. So just look up a recipe and just make it yourself. Eugene, you I think yeah. you should bring back our recipe segment. You yeah. know what? I, I, I'm going to find the easiest chocolate gravy recipe. I'm going to call my grandpa. <laughs> okay. Like, hey, I, I need now, your – and it, it might be like 30 ingredients long. And it might be yeah. Hours, but, I mean, it'll be really take six hours to make it. But I was, I was <laughs> going to ask. The most possible. I'll try to make okay. it. Well, anyway, that was uh, easy as in like four ingredients or like 45 ingredients. So, so going back to the Southern, Southern tradition, okay. Southern tradition, uh, not necessarily Christmas, but New Year's. Okay. New Year is black and pie, black eyed peas and cornbread. 
Hmm. And uh, we would do purple hole peas. And I don't know if you guys know what purple hole peas are. I like them a lot better no, than I don't. black eyed peas. Uh, yeah. It's basically peas, but I don't like black eyed peas. They have a gross taste to me. Uh, but purple hole peas, uh, put bacon in there. It's it's kind of a lighter flavored pea. Hmm. Uh, really good. But, um, you know, bacon all in there, you know, uh, pork jowl in there. And then, uh, uh, you know, smothering on cornbread on New Year's is big Southern tradition. Uh, and, of course, like... Uh, we we would have to go pick our purple peas. Like that was uh, something that we did. That we would go to the farm and pick peas, and my grandmother would can them. We we would shell on them and everything. And then New Year's we would eat them. Spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house, so so I'm glad that I had a Game Boy uh, to play. But yeah. yeah, purple peas and cornbread on New Year's. That's mine. Nice. But dessert wise, dessert wise, uh, pecan pie. Uh, I love pecan pie. Nice. That that is really good. It's subjectively the best of all the pies. So yes, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I never had pecan pie, pie until about a year and a half ago. Oh wow! And my God, what was I missing? Like forever. No nope, joke. This is super good. Pecan pie. So if you if you had guys have a Great American cookie near you, like my girlfriend went to the mall the mm-hmm. other day and uh, she went by Great American cookie and they have a uh, it's called like pecan supreme cookie but that is it, it tastes like pecan pie so it's like a cookie so it uh, tastes like pecan pie in your mouth so go try that, that if stuff, you have that stuff you, is dangerous it is dangerous it's very <laughs> but, so all right my turn um i'm gonna do my runner-up first um for reasons that i think become obvious when i do the uh original idea sure um so 2005, I had gone in and I had pre-ordered the Xbox 360. And I'm so excited to get my hands on this. And I pre-ordered it in August. And, like, waiting, 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 waiting. And finally, like, it releases and it's not... Like, GameStop's not calling me. What's going on? So, like, I was the most annoying person ever. I called GameStop, like, every day. (laughs) Do you have this yet? So we get into December and we get towards Christmas and now I'm about to like fly home to visit family um, for Christmas, like back to the Twin Cities. I'm going to visit family, whatever. I'm on a plane. December 24th, I get a call from GameStop in Arizona. Hey, your 360's here. Oh my God. (laughs) And now I'm like heartbroken because I'm like, I can't have it for like a week. But so I call my roommate cause he didn't go home. Um, so I'm like, can you please go there and get it? And I call GameStop back and I'm like, Hey, cause I prepaid the entire thing. It was all paid. All you had to do is pick it up and leave. Mm-hmm. So, and I had pre-ordered and prepaid like three different games. So he went up, got it, brought it back. And, uh, and of course, like, he's a dick. So he's, like, texting me or whatever saying, oh, it's so much fun. I hooked it up and I'm playing it. <laughs> like, I hate you. <laughs> what so, a horrible person. But, it, so it tortured me. But I still remember it because it's, you know, around Christmas. And I get back finally. And the first game I played, well, I, officially, like, the first game I played was Madden. 
Because back then I was still like sports gamer first and foremost. Yeah. Um, but then I put in Call of Duty 2. And by today's standards, Call of Duty 2 doesn't look that great. But back then, this was like, holy crap. And I'm like, it looks like I'm at Normandy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, no, it was amazing. And when I got back, it, it just reminds me of Christmas, like that experience. Um, and that I'll never pre-order a GameStop again because of that. But my my other one. So when I was a little kid, we got um, a NES for Christmas, and it was like years into the cycle, right? It was probably like a year or two before, like the SNES came out, maybe less. But my parents decided to get it. Whatever. So we get it, we hook it up, we're playing. And the reason it stands out to me is because, like, so, all right, let you in. My my dad, not a very good dad. Like, not a very good father, not a very good husband. And I learned more about what not to do in relationships and in terms of with people who look up to you from him than I learned of what to do. Um, he battled his demons, he was an alcoholic, he, um, compulsive liar, he did a lot of things that were just not good, and he wasn't a good parent, and my parents got divorced a few years later, and as soon as they got divorced, I spoke to him one time between the divorce and when he passed away, which was a 15 year period of time. Um... So, obviously, just not really committed to being a parent and whatever. But anyway, rewind. We got the NES. And what it stands out to me was, like, that memory was that one night, because we got the, like, the little gun that, you know, the gun that came with it for Duck Hunt? Yeah, the yeah. light gun. Yep. Zapper. Yep. So, we hooked up and we're playing Duck Hunt. And what stands out to me for that memory is that, like, we were all having fun. And everybody was laughing, and there was no stress, and there were no, like, parents fighting, and my dad being an asshole, and all this stuff. Like, none of that was there. It was just we were all laughing and having fun. Did you guys cheat and, like, sit, like, one inch away from the screen? No, no, no. My mom did, because (laughs) my mom did, because she can't do it, right? So she's getting, like, super close and trying to, you know, win. My mom's not very, like, technologically inclined (laughs) to this day. (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, like that memory stands out because it was the one time that it didn't suck and, you know, and, and, uh, it was the one memory that didn't kind of suck in that way. So I think that has impacted me as to why gaming is important to me, why I equate gaming with, you know, good things. And cause I was a super little kid when this happened. Um, but I remember it vividly. Like, I can still picture it. I can picture the room, the TV, where everybody was sitting in my head right now. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the biggest gaming memory for me. So, not to take <coughs> nice. us down a, a bad road. No, but, it's, uh, it's very touching. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, uh, my question, and I hope this sparks some discussion, because I want to get into some discussion about what's a Christmas movie and what's not. But what are your favorite oh, oh geez. Christmas movies? Oh, I'll go first. Sure. All right. So 
Obviously, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is one. Um, Mickey Mouse's, like, Once Upon a Christmas, uh, they did, it's like three mini stories, and I know Gift of the Magi is one of them, which I like as a story, too, mm-hmm. uh, is another. I Some version of the Christmas Carol, I haven't decided which one. Um, Mickey Mouse's Christmas Carol is really good. So is um, a Muppet's Christmas Carol. Oh, yes. But I think I know the one you're thinking of, Tyler. And if it, it, I can't remember the exact name of it, but I think I've seen it. Like your f- personal favorite version. Christmas Carol, and, yeah. Yeah. And it might just be a Christmas Carol. It, yeah, they're, they're all called a Christmas Carol. Is it like old and black and white? Is no, it's not black and white. It is color, but it is older. Yeah. So I'll get to it when I go. Um, eh, two others. I do like the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen one. Yeah. I just watched I was that surprised. last time. Oh, man, you took mine. I was surprised yeah. that I liked that movie as much as I did. Yeah. I just watched it last night. Um, and lastly, ooh, another Christmas movie. <sighs> I like pretending that Die Hard's a Christmas movie sometimes. It is. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> and I do I love Die Hard. I will argue with you all day. But <laughs> I'm... I kind of understand the people that are like, it's not a Christmas movie. It takes place during yes, <laughs> during Christmas. Okay, <laughs> so here, here's my point. There are Christmas themes in Die Hard, though. Yeah, so, yeah, like, they send the guy. So they s- Christmas. No, 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 no. Okay, well, that too. But they send the guy down the elevator with the Santa hat on and ho, 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 you know? Now I have a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> so they incorporate Christmas into the story. In you know, and sure, it's not like a wonderful life type of thing. Um, but also like on the way to the, I thought it was like ironic because it kind of calls out the whole argument about whether Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Because remember when they're on the ride in the limo to the like building to Nakatomi Plaza, they're like, he wanted to hear Christmas music, and the driver's like, this is Christmas music, and it's like rap. But it's about Christmas. And it's kind of the same thing. Sure. But then I'm <laughs> arguing that Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is a Christmas movie. Yeah, but every Harry Potter movie like has like a, Christmas segment. Has like a Christmas segment. Yeah, yeah no, but that's not, the first but it's not one focused really around Christmas. Segment. No, the first one has a segment. The other seven don't. So I'm going to argue that point. The Sorcerer's yeah. Stone is, is the most Christmassy. No. The majority of the books, I mean, have Christmas segments, but the they story, only yeah. like yes. Of but the story's not written around Christmas. No. Like, Christmas is what brought him to L.A. in Die Hard. Sure, that's true. I, I, I get that argument, and I also get the argument where it's like, well, it's not a Christmas movie. Sure. But I, I lean towards it being a Christmas movie. And yeah. I know a lot of people with the tradition of watching Die Hard on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve every single year. Oh, I, so. I do. I'm one of them. So I'm going to throw one at you later that is probably going to get more <laughs> arguments. But Oh, geez. So, so those are, those I hope are, it's not mine either. But, all right. Uh, so you, so you those are my next. Okay. Next. So, so I, I think we've talked about this before. I think maybe, maybe last year we talked about this. Mm-hmm. But I do like the Santa Claus. I like Tim yeah. Allen. And that is a good Christmas movie. And if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Netflix, too. And so is uh, Santa Claus Part 2, which I haven't seen uh, Part 2. I need to watch it. Um, so my favorite Christmas movie, and I don't know if you're going this route, Tyler, but The Gremlins. 
It's on my list, and it is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie because absolutely I mean, a Christmas movie. It it not only does it take not not only does it take place at Christmas, mm-hmm. but it also I mean he gets a Mogwai for Christmas. Yes, uh, they're in a toy store, and that's when the big battle goes down at the yep. end. I mean, uh, the Christmas music's playing, and you know he's yes. he's hiding from the Gremlins in his house, and you know he. Uh, I mean, he, he, it's a Christmas movie. It's yeah. awesome. So, um, if, if I'm going to go traditional, which uh, I do like traditional Christmas movies, uh, it's got to be it, It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. I like the message behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the um, I like the story, and it, it, of course, it's just a classic. So, It's sure. a Wonderful Life, and then non-traditional Gremlins. Okay, I like that. So, I'm gonna. I'm going to go a little... I'll, I'll eliminate Gremlins from my list, I think. Um, yeah, I will. Because you said it. So, for traditional movies, I'm going to go with um, A Christmas Carol. And mine is the George C. Scott one. Okay. From, I don't know, it's probably early to mid-80s. But it's definitely in color. But it was just the best one. Like, George C. Scott was a very good actor. Like, way, way, way back in the day. Like, he played Patton in the movie Patton. Um, but he uh, he commanded that role very well. And, like, I love Patrick Stewart, but I, I don't really love the Patrick Stewart version of A Christmas Carol. Um, I, but I love the George C. Scott one. And I think mm-hmm. part of that is because when I was a kid, it was always playing on Christmas Eve on TV. So I think that impacted why that's the version I like, you know, for the same reason as, you know, Duck Hunt that I just talked about. Yeah. So, um, okay, so that one. Then uh, um, Christmas Vacation, for sure. Mm-hmm. I gotta love that movie. It's so much fun. <laughs> um, Scrooged, which is like, it was very much Christmas Carol, but it's a different take on it. Yeah. And Bill Murray is awesome in that movie. <laughs> And Karen Allen, who played, you know, Marion Ravenwood in Indiana Jones. It's the only other movie I've seen her in that I remember. Um, okay, so my two non-traditional. Die Hard for sure. All right. And we had an argument about this at work last week, this this next movie, and I got swayed on it. Because at first I said, this is not a Christmas movie. And then I got swayed on it, and now it's on my list. Lethal Weapon. Oh my god! <laughs> because so okay, so what what swayed you? Okay, so the fact that there were crisp a, a bunch of Christmas elements in the story, not just set against the backdrop of Christmas. So, um, you know, they have like one of the key scenes in that movie is because the the original is about you know the two partners coming together. And forming this relationship and all this stuff, right? So, one of the key scenes is when they invite him over for, like, Christmas dinner or whatever it is. Um, so, that's part that of it. Scene. Yeah, so that's part of it. Um, there's, obviously, Christmas decorations everywhere in the movie and all that type of thing. So, I'm still, like, a little torn, but I got swayed to the side of saying it's a Christmas movie. But I think... Uh, I think it's close. It, like it doesn't have, you don't. I can. I can definitely like Steve. You said for Die Hard. I can absolutely see the argument that Lethal Weapon's not a Christmas movie, at all. 
Okay. But, go ahead. Well, I, I want to ask you guys, because this is also another movie that I've heard argued before. But Home Alone. Oh, totally a Christmas movie. Well, that's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, okay, so I know I know Santa appears in one of them, but, um, I mean, it takes place at Christmas. They're going on a trip at Christmas, but I, not many of the elements of Christmas are there, to, to me personally. I think, it's, I think so. It's once again, I do. It, it's in the backdrop, like, uh, you know, and it's that's the holiday it surrounds, but I, I don't know. But if I remember right, and I haven't seen the movie in a few years, but if I remember right, like, throughout the movie, he's wearing, like, Christmas sweaters. Yes. And stuff like that. Plus, like, the whole, like, story of him, like, not judging the homeless guy. Or was, yeah. Was, was the guy even homeless? I can't even remember. But not like judging him Lloyd? by how he looks. But, but by, uh... No, the, the neighbor that saves him at the end of the movie. Yeah. Was it his name? Yeah. I yeah. don't know who who that actor was but i don't remember that there was a lot of christmas like not themes christmas themes throughout the movie of like you know helping your neighbor you know being friendly uh, it's been years since i've seen home alone i guess i need to watch it again stopping burglars from entering your house all christmas stuff you know yeah. oh yeah the old christmas tradition of stopping yeah. the burglars from breaking into your house well, yep. lately it's more so. <laughs> but where you live, it is. But <laughs> um, no, I, I think Le- I think or not Lethal Weapon. I think um, Home Alone is definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, just like a movie like Jingle All the Way is absolutely Christmas. You know, I mean that's much well. More I mean that's about that. Christmas shopping, and you know, yeah. But, but like, but the, so we can get into a whole other discussion here. But that's part of the problem is that we equate Christmas now with like presents. You know, yeah. so it's like. That's all about that. Um, whereas Eugene. I think Home Alone is more about the spirit of it rather than the, like, over the head, hitting you over the head with it. Shout out so. to Home Alone, though, because one of my favorite toys when I was little was a Talkboy tape recorder. Nice. I love that yeah. thing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever had one, but. No, I didn't. But I remember from the movie. So, yeah. cool. You know, if you, if you want a good movie that, like, talks about how it shouldn't be all about the packages boxes or bags oh my god uh, uh, um, how the grinch stole christmas tyler maybe, maybe <laughs> give right. it a whirl it's I'll, on netflix. I'll do the search on cable and see if it's on this weekend it's on right? netflix it's okay on netflix. well then i'll watch it there all right <laughs> okay so that does it for our, our top five which this week is more like top three but that's all right so i think we had a good discussion though <laughs> anything else guys before we get out of here Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate. Yep. Happy Um, holidays. Stay safe. Yes. Please be safe. Um, We need the listeners. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, (laughs) no, be safe. Uh, Have fun. I hope uh, everybody has a great holiday. Whatever you celebrate, it doesn't matter. I hope it's great for you. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk to you again but that's going to do it for episode number 75 we are three quarters of the way to 100 gentlemen um by the way everybody we realized that number 100 is going to fall right during e3 week which is going to be awesome we are, we're already talking about what we're planning for that so we're going to make it pretty special we hope so uh unless you guys have anything else let's get out of here no no awesome 
So, again, Merry Christmas, everybody, on behalf of all of us. Um, I'm probably saying thank you so much for joining us for episode number 75. We'll be back next week with 76. And until then, stay safe. Uh, have fun. Play some great games. We will talk to you next week, and have a great Christmas, everyone. Yeah, happy holidays.